Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good morning to you. Welcome in Fox Sports Radio. It is 2023. 2022 went out with a bang. Hopefully it was a good year for you. If it wasn't, at least it ended well for sports fans with those two college football playoff semifinals. Glad to be with you along with Brian No, I'm Jason Martin at The No Show at JMart Radio if you want to find us on Twitter. We are brought to you here by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Brian, I don't know if you knew this, and I don't know how many people are off work today. I, I know, obviously, we're filling in this morning for, for the guys, but I don't know if, like, my wife is working today, for instance. She's a doctor, and she's going to be in. I don't know if a lot of people are off, but you've got the Cotton Bowl, the mm. Rose Bowl, and then Bill's Bengals yeah. on Monday Night Football. Like, we're not done here. As great as Saturday <laughs> was, and I don't think even if today is all-time great, it's not going to be as good as that Saturday was, but this is like sit down you know, grab a beverage. Maybe I, today is going to be a robe day for me. Like, there you go. I'm going to get a workout in after the show. I'm going to get a couple of things accomplished. But once we get to one o'clock my time, I'm just going to be sitting around a television screen watching football all day. And I, I think that most of the people that are off are going to be doing the same. And that nightcap Monday night football game, it didn't get much better than Bill's Bengals. Yeah, that is a huge nightcap with the uh, the Bengals trying to win the AFC North first of all. And then Bengals still are alive for the one seed. They still have a shot at that. This is a huge game on Monday night. But yeah, right? I like how you said that. We're not done here. 
That's exactly what the lineup is. This is the we're not done here lineup today. And really, if you're a diehard college football fan, you have today and then you have the national championship game. And that's it. These five games, you've got to savor them. You've got to hug them. You've got to hold them tightly because they're going to leave us pretty soon here. And we're going to have to uh, store up and hibernate for months and months before the college football season rolls around again. What do you think the most surprising part of what we saw on Saturday was? You can take it whatever angle you want from those two semifinal games. And in the moment, like as they were happening, I was broadcasting with Arnie Spanier and, and I mean, it was hard to even collect your thoughts. We ended up basically just doing live play-by-play. It felt like at least in the in the waning moments of that fourth quarter because so much was happening and so much was on the line. But what were your what was like the initial takeaway from the evening when those two games were over or maybe yesterday when you had enough time to decompress, Brian, and and look back on what we got. What's the thing that stood out to you most about those two football games? I'm going to say, and there were a lot of surprises, but at the top of my list, where if you would have told me this before the game, I would have said, what? I would put that third quarter in the TCU-Michigan game at the top of the list. If you had told me before the game, like, hey, uh, little tip here for you. They're going to combine for 44 points in the third quarter alone. I would looked at you like you had three heads. You know, I'm not surprised that TCU found a way to beat Michigan. I thought Michigan was overrated. I'm not surprised that Georgia Ohio State turned out to be a heavyweight title fight with both teams just throwing haymakers at one another. I would say that third quarter between TCU and Michigan with big plays galore. You just mentioned you were at dinner with your wife, and every bite there was a huge play. There were so many huge plays. You forgot about the previous huge plays. You know what I mean? That would be the top of my list would be that third quarter between TCU and Michigan. So if you want to stay with that game, what about this? If I told you that Max Duggan, who – we need to stop we need to stop disrespecting Max Duggan by not talking about him enough in the world of sports what he's done this year i mean that dude didn't even open the season as a starter and yeah. all that he's done for TCU and TCU you mentioned earlier in the program Brian was a 200 plus you know 200 to 1 favorite to make it this far they weren't even being talked about at all like there was no discussion point surrounding TCU whatsoever but if i told you that Max Duggan's stat line would be Less than 50% passing and two interceptions. What would you tell me? You would tell me Michigan dominated, probably. Like, oh boy, that was probably an ugly game. No, Max Duggan went 14 of 29 for 225, two touchdowns, two interceptions. TCU put up over 50 and beat Michigan. Like, I think that might be the most surprising thing to me is how TCU won in a track meet, of all things, where their quarterback, and I thought Max Duggan played exceptionally well, but under 50% passing, it just seemed like, and the thing that I that I came out most impressed with was there were a couple of plays where he could have lived to fight another down. He could have just thrown it out of bounds. He made athletic plays and then threw darts to somehow open receivers who had not given up on the play. I was impressed with his poise. We already knew he was tough watching that Kansas State game, but Max Duggan, he stood tall and made plays, made smart football plays in the heat of pretty amazing pressure, especially in that second half. I came away very impressed with that. Yeah, and how about TCU's running game? 
where they rushed it for 263 yards and three touchdowns. That's against the best Big Ten rush defense in Michigan. Michigan only gave up on the season about 13 points per game, and they got shredded by TCU. That's 6.4 yards per rush. 6.4 per rush is a healthy average. So, yeah, I thought that that TCU was able to bully the bully as far as TCU's running game working. And then it really just came down to Michigan shooting itself in the foot time and time again. J.J. McCarthy, he made some huge plays, Mm -hmm. and he gave back some monstrous plays. You just can't have two pick sixes, a fumble on the goal line, the failed Philly special. That was goofy as well. That wasn't J.J. McCarthy's fault, obviously. But J.J. with the two pick sixes, that was just... For all the good things that he did, he undid a lot of those great things with those two gigantic mistakes. That just, it breathed life into TCU. And it was an uphill battle the whole night for Michigan because they were always trying to track down TCU. It was hard to do that the entire night. What did you think of the overturn touchdown call? I hated it. I I didn't think he had it it until he was in the end zone, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I was watching, it's just like, man, what is the letter of the rule intending to do right here? Like, the way that the ball was bobbled and where he landed and everything else, I, I have no idea how, when you look at that video, it doesn't at least confirm what's already on the field. Yeah. Like, it, it felt like it backed up the decision on the field, but at the very least, there was enough there to overturn that call. And right. I'm not saying that decided anything. Luckily, we don't have to sit here and talk about the officiating the way that maybe we did years ago in that Ohio State Clemson game, that semifinal that Ohio State fans don't want to remember and things of that nature. But that play to me, it was just kind of like that, that did not feel like that represented that game effectively. It right. was just it was just kind of like, really, we're gonna overturn this call in this moment. It's such a crucial and then you go and you look at how closely this game would be contested going forward and the runs back and forth. And it's just like, yeah, I, I do hate that that play happened amidst this. I know that's gonna happen all the time, but that just seemed like a very questionable decision to overturn that call. Yeah, I agree with you. I certainly didn't think it was you know, indisputable, which is the standard to overturn anything. I didn't think it was like, oh, clearly he's down before the goal. I didn't think that at all. So it was a weird overturn. I thought the whole sequence was just odd where the interception, they spotted the ball on the wrong 49-yard line. (laughs) So so like the touchdown catch, it might have been well in the end zone if they spotted the ball on the right yard lines. That was just so weird. And then you get these people talking about conspiracies and the fix is in. Trust me, they're not fixing a game not for, for TCU. TCU. No <laughs> way. No way they're doing it. They'd much rather have Michigan against Georgia if you're trying to fix a game. Or So that was just goofy. But sneak the ball. I know it was goofy with the, the bad spot on the 49 and then the weird reversal where I thought it was a touchdown. But you've got the ball inside the one. Sneak it. Do a Tom Brady sneak like he did against Carolina or Kenny Pickett last night. Najee Harris just grabs him and throws him to the left and is like, go this way, and shoves him forward. That's You could do that in college football. The bush push is legal right now. Just sneak it forward. It's first down. Why are you getting fancy? Just go forward. So I'm not going to bail Michigan out completely on that one, but I thought that was a bad reversal. Has, speaking of reversals, 
I don't know if we have ever seen someone kind of reinvent the way he is viewed. Now, you could maybe say the same thing about Russell Wilson in, in the opposite way. But Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh has gone to the semifinals now, back-to-back years, and we can discuss whether or not that's going to be good enough for Michigan fans forever, but and whether or not an NFL job is out there. Maybe we can talk about that. But think about how like kind of unlikable he was when he first got to Michigan mm-hmm. and the way he talked and the way he acted and how I think I heard uh, Ari Wasserman of The Athletic suggest you know, he was trying too hard at that point in time early in the career. Then he voluntarily gives up his salary bets on himself and says, you know what, you know, don't pay me. And it looks like maybe it's a lame duck here. He's going to go out. He'll have another job for himself. Maybe it's in the NFL, all of this kind of stuff. But his players look like they would do anything for him now. Like you watch them. They clearly are fully in with him. They like playing for him. They like him being their coach. I, I Two, three years ago, the bloom was fully off that rose. And now he's somehow become like, endearing mm-hmm. and likable and Michigan's not like it's not a team that you dislike the way maybe you did years ago it's been fascinating to watch the worm turn and I say that as somebody that was incredibly critical of him and now it's just you just have to admit he's done a fantastic job over the last few years and I did not see it happening yeah no it's a good point where think about how he was clowned year after year for not beating Ohio State And I think that's where it really started to turn. Because I agree with you. Just a couple of years ago, if he got to this stage and they lost the same way to TCU, he would be getting wrecked today. And it's just not the same feeling anymore. And I think a large portion of that started to change with these last two wins over Ohio State. Because especially last year, that was very unexpected. And they crushed Ohio State at home with the snow and all of that. And then they made it to the college football playoff, and it's like, oh, wow, okay, here we go with Harbaugh. And then this year, smacking around Ohio State when we're like, okay, Ohio State's going to get some comeback here. They're going to get even with them on the road for Michigan, and that didn't happen either. And I think that bought a lot of respect and a lot of credibility for Jim Harbaugh. He just hasn't gotten vilified the same way. But that game against... TCU and the Philly special at the very beginning like there are plenty of reasons to be very critical of Jim Harbaugh today but I don't think many people are going to do that because it just it's a different feeling it's a good point by you but it has changed quite a bit over the last two years yeah and you can even look at Ryan Day and how he was seen a month ago and how he's seen today after the way Ohio State equated itself yeah. Even in a losing effort to Georgia, you've seen two coaches in the Big Ten where there have definitely been extremes, and maybe that's the way it's always going to be because the expectations are so high in both of those places. Speaking of those coaches, and maybe Harbaugh in particular, when we come back, the NFL is likely going to be open to Harbaugh. We've already seen stories that Denver is going to potentially go after him. We know the Colts are likely to go after him, especially with his history with that franchise. Do you think Jim Harbaugh is still the Michigan coach? In the fall, we will address that when we come back. It's Brian No and Jason Martin in for the two pros and cup of 
on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by TireRack.com. They love tires. Since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and the passion to assist every driver. That's you. And they're just a phone call or a click away. The website is packed with info, advice, and tools that make buying the right tires a snap, like the Tire Decision Guide. Answer a few questions, get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Yokohama Advan Tire, the all-season Avid lineup, and the off-road-capable Geolander light truck tire. Ratings, reviews, test results, a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers, free road hazard protection, fast-free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office, tire installation on your tire. Terms. It's a game changer. I'm telling you, go to TireRack.com slash sports and see for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Harbaugh, what should he do? What will he do? We'll discuss next on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You want to join the program? That's nine nine six six three six nine. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That is truly amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. All right, Brian, Jim Harbaugh, two years in a row now, Michigan gets to the semis. They don't get further than that. Last year, they just got beaten by a better team. Georgia was the best team in the country. They end up winning the national championship. This year, they lose to TCU. TCU, not exactly Georgia, but a team that was in a very competitive, good conference. Uh, Big 12 is better than the Big 10 this year, quite frankly. And TCU, right up until the championship game, was unblemished. They had won games in a myriad of different ways. They had won games late. They had won games on crazy, let's run out onto the field and kick a field goal at the end of a game kind of plays. And they get the better of you and score 51. There's something to be said for striking while the iron is hot. It is really tough to make the college football playoff in a four-team scenario. Now, when you go to 12, there's going to be a lot more coaches that have better-looking resumes because they're going to have opportunities to have had playoff bursts. But your name's only hot until it's not. Jim Harbaugh's name right now maybe is in the best condition it has been in since the glory days of San Francisco. What do you do? Because the NFL is going to come calling, you would think. The Colts, I, I think we've already heard, the Colts are going to be in. The Broncos are certainly going to look into Harbaugh and maybe offer him the gig and, and, and let him determine whether or not he wants to take it. Do you stay at Michigan in the NIL transfer portal world? Or do you look at the NFL because it still just eats away at you that you lost a Super Bowl to your brother so many years ago? Yeah, well, we'll find out what's in his uh, mind and heart, what he wants to do. But uh, I think about Denver, I think about your squad, because I don't think that Russell Wilson, this is all you're going to get from the guy going forward. And based on how the the CEO was talking it sounds like the new head coach will have uh, power over personnel decisions, right? Where George Payton's going to take more of a, a back seat and the head coach. Imagine if it's Jim Harbaugh. Think how he butted heads with Trent Baalke in San Francisco. If Jim Harbaugh had final say and ran the football operation, that's pretty attractive. That's really attractive to a guy like Jim Harbaugh. So he, when he interviewed for the Vikings job last year and didn't get it, he, of course, said, oh, that's it. No more flirting with the NFL. A, a Michigan man until <laughs> that's it, right? Like, basically, I'm paraphrasing what he was saying. And at, I'm like, really? That's it? No more flirtations with the NFL? I never bought that. Um, so he's definitely going to get some offers, it's just a matter of will he take him. I just look at his coaching resume, Jay Martin. I, I think of it like with radio, where I've lived in so many different areas, and it just feels like after two or three years, I'm supposed to move again. It just feels like that. Mm-hmm. And that can be the life for a coach, where he starts off with the Raiders as a quarterback's coach, then he's at San Diego for a couple of years, then he's at Stanford for a couple of years, then he's with the 49ers for a couple of years. He's been with Michigan since 2015, it's the longest stretch, but I don't know. It could go one of two ways. Either he's really comfortable, he's where he's meant to be, he wants to stay there, or he still has that NFL itch. I'll tell you this. If he was truly comfortable where he was, he wouldn't have interviewed with Minnesota last year. Right. So I think that he could be on the move. It's just a matter of when. There's also this. The Big Ten's about to change. 
The Big Ten is getting USC and Lincoln Riley and UCLA and Chip Kelly. Sure. UCLA had a good year. USC, if Lincoln Riley could just find a way to actually have a defense for any team that he coaches, uh, they'll win a national championship because we know what he can do from an offensive standpoint. It's not going to get easier in the conference. It's going to get more difficult in the conference. That's the only question mark I have is, does he want to continue to go through this? I know he's a Michigan man. I get that. Even if he were to leave, that doesn't mean he's not a Michigan man. But it is a tough ask to do this year after year with the transfer portal in the condition that it is and guys leaving seemingly for offers left and right. you got stories about Drake May that may or may not be accurate. But even if the Drake May portion of that story is not true, where Pat Narduzzi came out and said what he said, the pit head coach, about how Drake May had received offers for him to leave North Carolina, and May said, look, I'm one, I'm not in the portal, so I, I'm not hearing any offers and all these things. But if it's not true with Drake May, it's going to be true with somebody else and probably a lot of somebody's as we go forward. The business of college football, and that's what it is, has changed so significantly that it almost feels more familiar to go coach in the NFL. And you usually get a little bit of a longer leash, even though you know Nathaniel Hackett was fired and we had Urban Meyer fired last year, but those were... Those were kind of aberrations to the rule. Most guys get longer than that, and Harbaugh's already had success on the NFL level. I just wonder if the hassle that goes along with being a college football coach and the pressure that goes with being a head coach in that when, – when things are going well at Michigan, that's one of the great jobs you can have in sports. And I think Harbaugh knows that, and he's got things rolling. Do you think they can keep this up? I think, and, and he has to answer that question for himself. I imagine he would say so. He's a confident guy. But the conference, you add those two schools to it, Brian, that is a, that's going to be a challenge. That's going to be a, a war of attrition for him every single year. Yeah, you know, I just think that um, this is not a perfect comparison, but think of coaches, take like a Bill Cower, where it was a grind in the NFL for a long time, and then he got into commentating, and he never went back to coaching. You know, it was fun. It wasn't the same grind. It wasn't the same pressure. It's just different. And that's not the perfect comparison, but I think it can be a little bit like that. Life in the NFL compared to life in college football. I don't want to make it sound like college football is just a party and you're doing keg stands and it's nothing but you know fun and not a grind. It's a grind also, but it's a different vibe. College football is a little bit like Van Halen, with David Lee Roth. You know what I mean? It's just wild. It's zany. It's fun. It's loosen your collar. And the NFL, a little bit like Sammy Hagar. You know, it's more business like, it's more serious, it's more calculated. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you want to go back to that. We always talk about college coaches that jump to the NFL, but how often do we talk about an, an NFL coach like Harbaugh going back to college and then going back to the NFL? I just. I don't know, man. It, it might happen. It probably will. I just don't know when that will be the case. And um, when you're having all this fun in college and there's just this different vibe going on, I think it's harder to leave that. Uh, no, I agree with that. Like I said, when it's going well, there's probably no place you would rather be. Now, it is a constant grind. We've, we've heard many times. Nick Saban's always on the plane on the way home from the bowl game. Recruiting. Oh, yeah. 
And I think that's Urban the Meyer thing. too. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Like you don't even get to enjoy it. It's a little bit different in the NFL. Yeah, there's a grind to be had there. It's a different kind of grind. You have to account for different things. But the relentless nature of the recruiting, I, you know, not everybody is made for that. And maybe it wears out its welcome relatively quickly. I just I look at the Harbaugh scenario and just say. If his name could be hotter than it is right now, it would ha- it would rely on him winning a national championship. I don't know that – I think at Michigan you can win a national title. There's no reason to think you've hit the ceiling where – you look at Brian Kelly at Notre Dame and you can say, look, he kept beating his head into the same wall. I can get you to the playoff, and then we run into a team that, look, the recruiting was a little easier for them, the admission mm-hmm. requirement, and you know this better than anybody, Brian, because you're such a big-time Notre Dame fan and somebody that's, that's watched that team for so long. They got a lot of talent, and he got as much as he could out of them, but they would just run into disadvantages they couldn't do anything about year after year. That's not really the case at Michigan, despite the fact that Michigan is an outstanding school. Michigan has no trouble – in getting top-flight recruits. And maybe if you're Harbaugh and you believe in J.J. McCarthy and you believe in kind of where you are right now, you've got a, you've got some guys on that team that are still going to be there, assuming there's not a transfer portal situation, and maybe for that reason you stick around. But there's only 32 NFL jobs out there. And if you get that offer and you've still got that itch, I don't think anybody should be the least bit surprised is what I would say if Harbaugh were to leave, what yeah. do you think? Do you think he'll still be there in the fall or do you think he will have moved on? I think the odds are better that he stays than goes, even though he's going to get those offers. If we're looking at betting lines, you know, I don't know what it would be, but to stay, it's got to be a healthy favorite, maybe like minus 250 or something like that. The underdog right. is for him to jump to the NFL. But we're live over here. You know what I mean? We got a live dog <laughs> possibility with Harbaugh going to the NFL. Uh, but I think the odds are better that he stays put. Uh, it's just one of those deals. It'd be so fascinating to talk to Harbaugh, just like if you were one of his buddies, because it could go one of two ways with just how he views things. He could look at it where there's unfinished business in the NFL, and I was so close to winning a Super Bowl. Or he could look at it where there's unfinished business at Michigan, and he's gotten to the playoff two years in a row, and he's gotten closer from one year. They got blasted by Georgia last year. Granted, it's a better football team than TCU this season. But he was closer to moving on to the championship game this season. He could look at it where there's unfinished business in college football. I'd love to, if I was one of his buddies, just to pick his brain and just how he views this whole situation. We're never going to know that, but we'll get a, a few clues as we go along here as to what he truly values and where the unfinished business truly lies. Yeah, no, I think that's well said. Uh, speaking of unfinished business and guys with changing scenery, There's a quarterback in the NFL right now that is not suiting up. Didn't suit up yesterday because Jarrett Stidham was in his stead. I want to talk about Derek Carr and an interesting point that was made by one of our Fox Sports colleagues over the weekend on the program that I generally host with Aaron Torres. I was in with Arnie Spanier. This guy is pretty well plugged into the Vegas side of things. He said something I had not heard elsewhere that was pretty shocking about the potential future of Derek Carr. We'll do that when we come back. Let's go to Los Angeles first, catch a sports update. What is trending? 
Well, we had a big day of Week 17 NFL action on Sunday, and starting with the nightcap, it was the Steelers who kept their postseason hopes alive as they beat the Baltimore Ravens 16-13. They were able to take the lead with just 56 seconds to go on a 10-yard touchdown reception by Nigel Harris. The 49ers were down double digits to the Raiders in the second half, but they rallied to force overtime where the defense made one final big play. Hollins goes in motion left to right offset out of the right. Johnson ahead of Jacobs. Straight drop by Stidham. Going to throw out left for Devontae Adams. It's intercepted. He threw the ball right to Deshaun Gibson running back the other right. 30, 20, 10, 5. He's out of bounds. That was Greg Papa on KNBR and the 49ers Radio Network. That 56-yard interception return by Tayshawn Gibson set up the game-winning field goal where the Niners would win it 37-34. They have now won nine straight games. The Eagles had a chance to seal everything up. The NFC East, the top seed in the NFC, and the first-round bye that comes with it. The only thing standing in their way was the previously six-win New Orleans Saints. However, the Eagles had their worst day on offense, arguably, of the year. They had just three plays in the first quarter, two first downs in the first half, and didn't score until the third quarter, and they end up losing 20-10. to The Packers with a huge win against the Vikings, 41-17. The game wasn't even that close, as Minnesota had two garbage-time touchdowns. And what seemed unthinkable a few weeks ago has come to fruition. If the Packers beat the Lions next week... They're in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what anyone else does. They're in if they win next week. And at 12-4, and four, the Vikings, they have a negative 19-point differential. The Giants clinched a playoff spot in their 38-10 win over the Colts. It was win and they were in, and they were able to do it. Daniel Jones with four total touchdowns, two passing, and two rushing. Buccaneers come back to beat the Panthers 30-24 as Tampa Bay wins the NFC South. Seahawks stay alive in the playoff hunt. A 23-6 win over the Jets. New York has been officially eliminated. Lions maul the Bears 41-10. Detroit still has a chance at making the playoffs. Chiefs haul off the Broncos 27-24. Patriots over the Dolphins 23-21. Chargers win the Battle of L.A. over the Rams 31-10. Jaguars blow out the Texans 31-3. And the Browns beat the Washington Commanders 24-10. And in college football, we have some bowl games coming up for you today. Starting off the day, it'll be the ReliQuest Bowl. Mississippi State and Illinois, the first game since the passing of Bulldogs head coach Mike Leach, uh, they are certainly uh, playing for him today. we got a couple of New York Six Bowl games at 1 o'clock. It'll be Tulane and USC, then the granddaddy of them all at 5 o'clock Eastern. It'll be Utah and Penn State. Back to you guys. Thank you, Kevin. Welcome back here. Stamps.com teamed up with the post office to get you huge mailing and shipping discounts up to 86% off. It's a new year no-brainer. Save serious money with Stamps.com. Use code 2PROS, that's 2-P-R-O-S, for a four-week trial, free postage, and a free scale. Stamps.com, code 2PROS. The 2PROS and a cup of Joe out. They'll be back tomorrow. Jason Martin, Brian No in. I mentioned something about Derek Carr. Bernie Fratto, our colleague here at FSR, who was in the Big Ten territory for a long time, now lives in Vegas, Um, He said something really interesting Saturday night to us about Derek Carr. Derek Carr's days with the Raiders appear to be numbered. He said, Brian, there is a 50-50 chance Derek Carr is going to retire. Wow. Not play somewhere else. Retire. And he said, you know, he can start a church and a very, very open believer, and that's an important part of his life, the most important part of his life. He's banked like $130-some million already. 
Um, he has a lot of other things that he cares about in his life. He said over and over again, I'll be a Raider or I won't play in this league. Hmm. Derek Carr's 31, I believe it is. And he's probably, what do you think's fair? He's probably, what, 12 to 15, somewhere in that range quarterback. He, I mean, he's a mid-range quarterback. He's in that... He's in the Kirk Cousins, the Ryan Tannehills, like guys that can win games for you, guys that can get you to the playoffs. He's not a terrible quarterback, even though this season was certainly not a banner year. It just didn't work with him and McDaniels. But how surprised would you be to see Derek Carr actually walk away from the NFL, considering there are going to be teams that absolutely will want him? I could name probably half a dozen off the top of my head. Yeah, I would be surprised. But when you rattle that stuff off, I, after letting it swirl around my brain, I'd be less surprised. You know, I st- I don't know how to say it right. I would still be surprised, but I would, I would leave the door open for that being a possibility. I hadn't really thought about it along those lines until it was brought up. But yeah, there are going to be a lot of teams vying for his services. He's still a competitor. This might have left a sour taste in his mouth with what's happening with the Raiders. I think it's really intriguing that he walked away from the team with a couple yeah. of, of games to go where it's like, you don't want to be a quote-unquote distraction. That just, that's odd to me where you're not the starter and you're basically going to take your ball and go home. I don't like that move at all, but could it be like the salad to the main course of him walking away altogether. I don't know. Maybe I hadn't really thought about it like that, but you're right. He does have a lot of interests outside of football. It's sort of the Harbaugh thing, right? Like just to be one of his friends and to pick his brain, what's going on in there. I'd love to know what he values and what he wants to do going forward. Well, I mean, when Josh McDaniel said, we're going to look at Jarrett Stidham, like we know Jarrett Stidham's not, and he played fairly well yesterday. He had a couple of interceptions, but he had three touchdowns in that, overtime loss to Brock Purdy and San Francisco 49ers, but Stidham's not the long-term answer. This much we know. We don't know if it's going to be Tom Brady if he decides he wants to play again and and they're finally going to make that thing happen in Vegas or if it's going to be somebody else, but there's going to be some quarterbacks on the move. They weren't mathematically eliminated from the playoffs when this decision was made. And I don't know what happened behind closed doors. I don't know if he sat him down. We're going to go with Jarrett for the rest of the season. We we just don't think we we're going to be going in to a Super Bowl run here, or or what it was. I can understand why Derek Carr would just all right. Look, they're moving on, so I'm just going to step away from the team. Uh, let them go ahead and finish up the season on their own terms. I, I don't know how it's viewed internally. I really don't. The the guy who I really would like to pick his brain right now is Devonte Adams. Devontae makes the decision that he makes. He's about to potentially watch his old team somehow find their way into the playoffs, where, boy, it looked like he was the reason or one of the, one of the biggest reasons for their success. That, that case had been made very easily midseason, and now it looks like they might get in. This team, this Raiders team, it just hasn't gone very well. And now the biggest reason you went there is because your old college buddy and your best friend Derek Carr – was going to be your quarterback. I would love to know where Devontae Adams' headspace is right now. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Uh, we need to make more friends of famous people here, you know, in sports. I need to be Jim Harbaugh's friend. I need to be Derek Carr and Devontae Adams' friend. Just so I can be like, hey, man, what are you thinking right now? You know, I would love to know all of those things. But, yeah, what a crazy twist with Devontae. Because, like he said, he came over to the Raiders to be with his guy, Derek Carr, and Derek Carr wasn't even there a full season. 
and now he's going to be gone. So where that leaves Devontae is going to be really interesting. And you compare that to Aaron Rodgers, his previous quarterback. Part of the decision to not go back to Green Bay was you didn't know how long Aaron Rodgers was going to be around, how many more years he was going to play. And it seemed like Devontae was going to team up with Derek Carr for longer than Aaron Rodgers had left in his career, and it went the other way. NFL's crazy, man. You know, but we love it from a fan perspective. But think about it from Devontae's point of view, where you're making life-changing decisions and things go in a way that you didn't foresee them going, not even a year in. So it's a, a completely different ball game when your whole life is changed when stuff like that happens. The 49ers were the team that beat the Raiders yesterday in overtime. The NFC is just, I have no idea what to make of the <laughs> NFC at this point. When we come back to finish the hour, Brian, which NFC team do you trust most as we get to this last week of the regular season coming up in seven days. We'll do that when we come back. It's Brian No, Jason Martin, in for the guys here. Happy 2023 from Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. As turned over, we've got four college football games, including the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl, and then we've got Bengals, 
Bills in the nightcap on Monday Night Football. That is a wealth of riches for us here as we roll into 2023. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. The guys are out. Brian No, Jason Martin in. All right, Brian. Philly, San Francisco, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Dallas, New York, Seattle as it stands now. But you look at Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay. If Green Bay wins, they're going to be in. The NFC's a mess. Philadelphia, no Jalen Hurts. San Francisco, it doesn't even matter who's playing quarterback for him. Kyle Shanahan's finding a way. Minnesota's leaking oil. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady went for 432 yesterday, but they've been unwatchable on offense at least half of this season. Dallas, you like the defense, but Dak's turnover machine, as you mentioned earlier. The Giants qualify, and Brian Dable, because of that, may well be your NFL coach of the year when the voting comes out. Then you look at Seattle, Detroit, who's fun but lost a game you couldn't lose last week to the Carolina Panthers, and Green Bay on a four-game win streak. Who do you like and who do you trust most in this version of the NFC? And I recognize I'm asking the impossible. Yeah, it's uh, you might not trust anyone, but who do you trust the most, um, you know, like percentage-wise? I think it's a lot like friendship, Jason, because friendship will test you. You know, you always have a friend that's like, hey, man, can you take me to the airport? And you're like, yeah, I got you. It's at 5 a.m. We're going to have to leave at 3.30. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, really? Or moving. Moving's always a great one. Can't we move? Yeah, yeah. It's on the third floor. No elevators. (laughs) Like that type of thing. It'll test you. And I think the NFC in particular has tested us a lot with which team do you trust the most. I'll take the team that's testing you the most right now, I think, is the number one seed Philadelphia, where you saw them lose yesterday to the Saints. They're testing your level of commitment and trust, right? You don't have Jalen Hurts, but he's going to be back. You don't have Lane Johnson, but he's mostly going to be back. He's going to get it out in the playoffs. And so I think that Philly is the team that I trust the most. They're in the best position. They just have to win a game against the Giants, who will probably be resting guys, to lock up the one seed. They've got the best path in the NFC playoffs, and I believe that Jalen Hurts is going to be back for the playoffs so of the the teams here, I would trust them and more so their position the most out of anybody else. Yeah, see, I tend to agree with you because of the way their team is constructed. Now, it all depends on Jalen Hurts. Like, as long as Hurts is right, I agree with you. If it comes down to you're looking at some other quarterback scenario for Philadelphia and then you look at the rest of it, I would trust Kyle Shanahan more because Kyle Shanahan has won with lesser quarterbacks. He's won with guys that aren't his starter before, and Brock Purdy has continued to win. Plus, you've got McCaffrey. You've got those weapons. And they didn't have Debo yesterday. Still able to put up 37 uh, against the Raiders. So I, I really like the 49ers, maybe overall team. But if Hurts is back, the way that offense is set up and the way that they have just been stellar as play callers this year in Philadelphia, I think I would agree with you. But if it came down to just an overall team, I like San Francisco's defense. If McCaffrey's healthy, I love what you can do, the versatility of what they can do on their offense. I I think those are the two teams. I know those are the one and two seeds, but the flaws everywhere else for everybody else Mm -hmm. are just more glaring. But if you give me Jalen Hurts, I'm going to take the Eagles because him and his synergy both with 
Uh, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, you just you just don't find that very often. That's yeah. rare. You know what's interesting to me is when I look at San Francisco, I just I don't trust Brock Purdy at all. Sure. He's had a nice run, five straight games with multiple touchdown passes. He's played really well, but look at who they've beaten and come playoff time, you know this, J Mart. Your your quarterback's gonna have to make plays you might have to make huge plays just look at Jimmy G right Emmanuel Sanders wide open or last year against the Rams and you're down by a field goal what can you do and he threw an interception so Brock Purdy hasn't shown anything as far as that goes you might view the 49ers differently within the NFC compared to who they might meet in the Super Bowl do you trust Brock Purdy against Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, or Joe Burrow, all of a sudden it changes the equation if that's the case. So it's been all football so far. we got one more hour here this morning to open up 2023. Hint, there's going to be more football, college and NFL talk, straight ahead here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.